Welcome everyone to another Home Buying 101 episode. This week with me, I have the lovely Rachel Anaya. Rachel, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. So Rachel, tell me who is Rachel Anaya? Rachel Anaya is an escrow officer. I've been doing this since I was 18. Can't tell you how many years that's been because then I'm going to disclose that information. But I just love what I do. I enjoy the clients that I work with. I enjoy my realtors and uh, just enjoying it. That's awesome. Thank you for being here. So, for, of course, just like every week, we talk about what the market looks like every week. So this week, we've got about 15,000 active listings, 610 coming soon, 9,400 properties pending, and an average listing price of 485 with a median sold price of 435 with 72 days on the market. So everything hasn't changed too much, Rachel. So let's go over first of all to Aaron. Thank you for Aaron for being our lender of the week, just so you can give us some monthly payment numbers for this week. Hey guys, Aaron Alvarez here with Western Alliance Mortgage, here to give you guys today's market update. So today we're gonna to be looking at uh, rates on a scenario of a $435,000 purchase price. The first one's gonna be conventional, 745 95% LTV, which means you're putting 5% down. And the national average today is about 6.85. So that's going to put your monthly payment at $2,680 a month. Um, with a buy down, because we're seeing a lot of those in this market right now, um, where the sellers are helping buyers pay for this. So it's really going to help you guys get the payment you want and probably the house that you want. Um, your rate's going to be at like 5.99, which saves you a couple hundred dollars a month. Um, it puts you right at $2,477. Um, also, for FHA, we're looking at approximately 6.5. Um, that's going to put your payment around $2,699 a month. And with the buy down to 5.5, we can get your payment right around $2,425 a month. Now, keep in mind, you know, you're still going to need to add taxes, insurance, and mortgage insurance to these payments. And rates change often, and there are lots of factors that go into rates, so not everybody can get these rates. But uh, if you have any questions, we're happy to help. Give me a call and check out my Facebook page at Western Alliance Mortgage. Thank you, Aaron, for that information. So, Rachel, we've talked about getting pre-qualified, doing the home search and everything. So now at this point, our clients are at the stage where they've submitted the contract to title. So I wanted to have you on the show to talk to us about what happens behind the scene with title, since a lot of people don't know what title companies do. So I guess let's start with, we talked about the escrow deposit, escrow payment last week. So what is the escrow? The earnest deposit. Oh, earnest, sorry. It's all right. It's the earnest deposit is something that the buyer is showing good faith that they're going to purchase this property. They deposit it with us. We're a third uninterested party. So we don't represent the buyer, the seller, or buyer's agent or seller's agent. We're a neutral party. So they bring their funds to us. Um, we hold on to it. It gets applied towards their closing costs at the close of escrow. Um, but it's just a good faith. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy you said that because that's what I've always wondered is who it represents. You guys are just a neutral third party that represents, pretty much represents no one, but also represents everyone, everyone at the same yeah, time. Yeah, we're employed by all parties. So not only do we represent the buyer, the seller, the listing agent, the selling agent, then we have the mortgage company as well. So everything kind of comes together. You guys kind of collect all the docs and everything. Exactly. kind of comes together with you guys. So what else does the title company know? You guys have received the contract. What kind of 
goes on behind the scenes that are kind of side of Our main thing is we're doing title insurance. So that's basically what we're selling is title insurance. And what that does, it protects all parties. So we do a preliminary title report. We see what's showing on the title of the property. So there could be a mortgage, there could be HOA, there could be judgments, uh, additional liens that shouldn't be on there. And our job is to clean it all up so when they seller conveys title to the buyer, it's free and clear of everything except for what they put on there. So their mortgage that they're putting on. So we just, we do kind of some research. We get information from the seller. Do you have any mortgages? Do you have any liens? Sometimes there may be a lien or a judgment popping up that they, they're not even aware of. Um, one of the things, and it's one of the questions we have is, what happens if you don't have title insurance or say you purchased it from your uncle or your aunt or what have you, even though your uncle and your aunt, you may think that, oh, it's them. They're good. They don't owe anything. For all you know, they have back child support, which never goes away. IRS liens, which never goes away. And now they're on your property. So I've seen that create issues. So that's our job. We're just to make sure that properties conveyed to this buyer and there's nothing popping up against So when you say HOA also, let's say for example, there's HOA fees that the client hasn't paid for X number of years. Like let's say they've got an $18,000 HOA fee that they should never pay. Is that kind of what you guys are looking for to also when yes. it comes to clearing the title? Yes, because what will happen is the HOA will put a lien against the property. So we have to make sure that gets paid. So when someone puts a lien, just because I don't know how this works. So let's say, for example, the HOA does post a lien. Are they submitting that information to some central hub that pretty much reflects whenever you guys look up title? No, what we do, yeah. It, well, it gets recorded with the county recorder's office. So everything of record will pop up when we search the title. So then what we'll do is we'll contact the HOA, ask them for a payoff, and then they'll provide it to us. So before we can actually convey title to the buyer, we'll have put that money on our settlement statement to show that we are going to pay that. That's interesting. I never knew how that kind of worked. Who, who reported, who was like the central reporting or when you guys are pulling the data, that's where you guys are pulling it. Yeah, from the county recorder. So I know what happens a lot nowadays, especially now in this digital age, is title fraud. So how is, I mean, other than reaching out to you guys, how can we prevent title fraud from people getting malicious emails or malicious information telling them, hey, why are your money here? Drake's title has several... Um, they call it point system. So anytime you see a property that's free and clear, we're trying to make sure that that's the actual seller. It's, you know, that's able to sell the property. So we'll do a lot of verifying. So we go as far as making sure that um, we have digital records where we can see if it's in the phone numbers match up, their IDs match up. We do a little bit of extensive research um, because it is so, uh, it's so it's so out there right now as far as fraud which is very popular yes it's very popular so even wiring information um, we try to get as much as possible on hands directly from the buyer or the seller because of the email fraud that's out there we've had it a number of times where we've caught it but where we'll get a payoff statement and they'll have 
you know, the wrong information, the wrong wiring information going to a third party where we'll catch that. So we have a lot of um, catch uh, backup systems within our system to make sure we can catch You have a lot of checklists that you have to go through yes. to make sure. We, we have a point system. And so there's a lot of red flags that management will help us out with. Um, they'll check behind the scenes to make sure that it gets to the appropriate Because even me, like, I, and I think it, it happens to me just because I email with so many title companies and so many real estate agents. And along the way, someone's email got hacked where I get closing docs. Like, I get an email from a closing doc from one of the, like, popular title companies. I can't remember the name right now, but it's not you guys, of course. But it's always like, oh, click here so we can start you doing your closing docs. And I even called this company. I'm like, can I send you this email? How can I do to pretty much show you guys this email so you guys read this? It's like, no, the moment you send this, we're going to get the virus again. <laughs> so it's kind of like a catch-22 in that way because I can't even send them this company, this email, because like they can't, so they can track down who's sending or how it's being sent. Because the moment I send it to them, it's just going to cause a whole new chain reaction yeah, where it's going to cyber fraud their whole system. So it, it, it's kind of a catch-22 in the way that they're sending it out to whoever's on this list. And I get it probably, I want to say the last time I got it was maybe like two, three months ago, but there was a time where on a monthly basis, I'd get a random, oh, your closing docs are ready, your closing docs are this property ready. And I knew just by the email and everything, it's a efficient email, but I've called this company like twice and they're like, there's nothing we can do about it. Because the moment you send it, you re-disperse the, the virus. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> so, so when it comes to something else, I guess you said about transferring it between family members and everything. Is there a way just to use a title company to do that, even though there's no buying or selling transaction between a buyer or seller? It's more family to family. Can someone just walk into a title company and say, hey, I want to transfer title. Can we go through the proper steps instead of doing just the, the yeah. willy-nilly getting done? Yeah, we'll consider it a for sale by owner, which we have uh, just a template that we can have them complete. Um, in fact, I have one happening right now. Somebody called me and they said, you know what? I am transferring it to my mom, but I want title insurance. I want to make sure there's nothing on title. And the reason being is there were a lot of uninsured deeds. We call them uninsured deeds because they never used a title company. So what we're doing is now we just got to clean it up for him. So we'll make sure those deeds are valid. Um, and we'll just clean it up for him. So when he does sell to his mom, he's giving her clean title. Okay. Um, is there anything that maybe as a consumer uh, you would like us to know more of? Like maybe, hey, when you're, you're going through the title process, make sure you have this ready or make sure you help us with this. Is there something that you guys struggle with sometimes with clients? You know what? I try to be uh, communicate with my clients so that, you know, we send them as soon as we open escrow. We just, it's just communication. I think it's key um, between myself and my assistant. We both are constantly sending out emails if we don't get information. Oh, I need this. I need that. It's just communication. Um, I think that's priority. Um, responding to emails and us helping them is them helping their clients. And that's, you know, we're, we're all into, we're all in here to help each other. So once pretty much you get all the documents, all the paperwork, everything's ready to fund on the loan and it's set to title, what are those steps where you guys receive that, file everything, and then, of course, reach out to the client to come in and sign? Or, of course, now with 
notaries are becoming very popular. So can you kind of explain kind of like those end steps of what happens at title when once the loan is ready, clear to close prep and everything's yeah. once, once we're in the position where we receive loan documents from the buyer, that's when we start scheduling everybody. We'll schedule the buyer, we'll schedule the seller. Um, I personally like to take my own signings, which is kind of rare because just like you said, everybody does mobile, but that's my time that I'm able to communicate with the seller that I've been on the phone with. And a lot of them like that. We also have a concierge service that we go above and beyond for our buyers or our sellers. Um, and we do little videos. Um, we do uh, give them a little gift and we try to go out, you know, out of the way for those clients and they enjoy it. And again, if our client or their buyer or their seller enjoys that experience at Drake's title, then they're going to relay that on to their realtor and they're going to say thank you for allowing Drake's to handle the transaction because we're making our clients look good by the whole concierge service that we're providing at closing. So, so they so, bring in, you know, the buyer and the seller, they, you know, the buyer will bring in their closing funds. The lender funds the loan. Once they fund the loan, then we're able to record. Once we record, we send out notifications to all parties, letting them know, congratulations, we just recorded on your transaction. Um, and then, you know, we're able to disperse. Seller gets their wires. For the most part, they request wires. Um, buyer gets their keys and everybody's happy. So the, the signing process itself, I know it's a thousand and one pieces of paper to sign, but how long does the signing process usually take? It just depends. A seller can take anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes. A buyer, just depending on the loan package, some of them, a lot of lenders now are doing e-signings where they'll e-sign part of the package and then we continue, we finish it. Some don't, some still, you know, traditional, have you sign everything with signatures. Of course. And then, of course you guys have an awesome concierge service. I've watched a lot of the videos and everything you've posted. And of course it helps that it's your son that runs your <laughs> So he does a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. And I appreciate him. I appreciate him and Paula, my assistant. It's a team effort and each, every person is uh, a very important part of my team. Of course. So uh, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Rachel, if someone wants, if one of our real estate agents or someone wants to look into using you because you're awesome at doing your, your job as a title escrow officer, where can they reach out to you or your team? Um, you can contact me, um, my phone number, 602-692-7960. My email address, pretty easy, rachela at drakestitle.com. Um, I'm always, you know, accessible. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for being on, for being on the show, Rachel. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.